Have you ever gotten up in the morning and the first thing that you say to yourself is, I'm not going to binge today. And then you keep this mantra going all day long. I'm not going to binge. I'm not going to binge. I'm not going to binge. But then, unfortunately, what ends up happening? Welcome back to the JoLynn Braley Show. This is episode number 165, and today we are going to talk about the top three emotions that fuel your binge eating and sabotage your weight loss. back to the JoLynn Braley Show. This is JoLynn Braley, permanent weight loss coach, founder of the Inner Self Diet, the diet that is not a diet. The Inner Self Diet is not a food diet. It is not an exercise program. And lo and behold, the Inner Self Diet actually works because it's all about healing the root of what drives your out of control eating. So the Inner Self Diet gives you a core transformation to heal your binge eating and replace it with a healthy relationship with food so that you can live a healthy lifestyle, so that you can lose the weight and you can keep it off and you can break free of the struggle. How good would that feel? Just imagine if you were listening to my voice right now and you had a healthy relationship with food, you could be normal with food and you were already at your ideal weight and you had no fear of gaining the weight back. What would that do for you? How would that transform every area of your life? If you want help to get those results, I will tell you before we are done today what your first step is. But first, what we're going to do is we are going to look at the top three emotions that fuel binge eating and sabotage your weight loss. Before we do that, do you already have my free ebook? It's totally free. It's a free download. You can get it at www.easyfunweightloss.com. That's www.easyfunweightloss.com. And in it, you will get three simple steps to start making weight loss easier from the inside out. When I say inside out, I do not mean your intestines. I do not mean your stomach. I mean from your inside out, who you are your mindset, your thought patterns, the images, the movies, all the things that are going on in your subconscious that you are not even aware of, and they drive you to stay stuck. Unfortunately, the good news is that those things can be changed once you know how to change them. And so anyway, if you'd like my free ebook, you can get that at www.easyfunweightloss.com. All right, so what are these top three emotions that fuel binge eating and sabotage your weight loss? Before we get into that, I want to impress upon you the fact that negative emotions are not bad. There is no emotion that is bad. I understand that there are emotions that can feel really, 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 really bad. In fact, recently, I have been through some very, very heavy negative emotions. But the worst thing that you can do when you're in a place like that 
is eat food to try to stuff them down or try to run run away from them by eating food and avoid them. The best thing to do is feel them, feel them. And what is so interesting is that is the simplest way to move beyond them, but that is what everybody is afraid of. They're afraid of feeling their negative emotions. But if you never learn how to cope with the ups and downs of your day-to-day life and also crises that come up in your life, okay? Because, you know, something that I share with my awesome coaching clients who I coach privately in the Inner Self Diet, I share with them that the inner self diet is not going to make their life perfect. We can't stop other people from dying. We can't stop companies from going out of business. And then maybe if, well, if you're working for a company that goes out of business and you lose your job. So there's all kinds of things that you could experience in your life. But imagine this, imagine experiencing something really, really bad that you don't want to experience. But imagine that that were to happen. And instead of stuffing yourself with ice cream, donuts, cake, pies, fried chicken, pizza, or whatever else it is that you gravitate towards. And by the way, I have been there before. I understand it. But all it did was make me fat, you know. So I understand what it's like. But I also know what it's like to be on the other side. And that's what I help my coaching clients get to. I take them through my proven step-by-step system and we keep it simple and it's really quite powerful. It's really quite neat. But imagine if you could go through a very upsetting time without using food to feel better. All right. And if you could maintain your healthy weight and Clearly, it doesn't mean that you're going to feel happy, happy, joy, joy if you're having a crisis going on. But what if you could go through something like that without weight gain, without sabotaging yourself with more weight gain, without eating more food, without using food to cope? And I was just using an example of a major crisis, crises, crises. I think that's the correct pronunciation. But look at your day-to-day life. You're not even having a major crisis every single day, but you're still using food to try to get through, to try to manage, to try to have your fun, to give yourself rewards. How is it working? How is it working? So... If you could change that, what would that be like? How would that feel? What would that be worth to you to get normal with food? How awesome would that be? And to be able to look awesome in your jeans. No apology needed. There's nothing wrong with wanting to look your best. And to show up at that party looking your best in that cute little black dress. Nothing wrong with that. You're here to feel good in your own body. I firmly believe this. Your body is your vehicle here on this planet. If you didn't have a body, you couldn't be here. 
I believe that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. I believe that your body can die, but who you really are never dies. The thing is, is that's all well and good, and that's all wonderful, and all is well. But in order for you to be here living this life and learning your life lessons, you have to have a body, right? You have to have a body to be listening to my voice right now. And if you hate your body, and if you hate your weight, and if you hate yourself for overeating, and if you hate yourself just because you hate yourself, I hate, you're not the only one. I've had many, 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 many coaching clients who started out like that. And then they got to a place where they were actually liking themselves. I believe that learning to like yourself is more important than learning to love yourself. And the reason is because I bet you that you've got at least one person in your life that you can say, honestly, you do love them, but you don't want to hang around with them because you don't like them. You see what I mean? So imagine if you could honestly, genuinely like yourself and feel proud of yourself. And I've had so many clients go from that place of self-hatred and shame and embarrassment to move into a place where they're actually excited to get out of bed in the morning and they're looking forward to what's coming up for them. And they're not even at their ideal weight yet. They're working towards it. You know, they've already dropped 20 or 25 or 30 pounds. So they're on their way. But if you think that you're going to be happy once you get to your goal weight, you've got it backwards. You've got to heal who you are now in order to even get to your goal weight and definitely to stay there. Because you can get to your goal weight by hating every moment, complaining all the time, feeling like you're missing out. You can get to your goal weight, but uh, you're not going to stay there. And do you really need me to say this? Just look at your own results. Your results never lie. Okay, so with all of that being said, what are these top three emotions that fuel binge eating and sabotage your weight loss? And the, the weight loss sabotage comes in just because you're not able to stop binge eating. And the reason that you're not able to stop binge eating is because you can't see your own blind spots and you also don't have the right tools and the right, the right skills to heal that problem and especially to heal the root of the problem. But once you have those skills and those tools and you've got the right coach in your corner who is helping you stay accountable and who is helping you get real with yourself, which means be honest with yourself, then you can definitely, absolutely, you can heal your binge eating if you are willing to do it. All right. You're the only one who can stop yourself. You're the only one who can sabotage yourself. Something that I found is very, very interesting is that I have found that the biggest addiction is the addiction to feeling bad in your comfort zone. It's not an addiction to food. It's an addiction to your comfort zone where you feel bad and you're addicted to struggle. So you have to make a decision to move out of that place and you got to accept that you're going to feel uncomfortable in order to end your binge eating. Because if you expect that you're going to feel comfortable 
going through the steps, which are pretty simple steps. But if you think it's all going to be comfortable for you to learn new things that will empower you and end your binge eating, if you think that whole process should be comfortable, you're wrong because where you feel comfortable is in your comfort zone. And in your comfort zone is where you keep doing the same things over and over and over again. And what results do you get there in your comfort zone? Does this make sense? Are you getting it? Okay, so what are the top three emotions that fuel binge eating? Number one, shame. All right, that's actually the lowest emotion that there is. You can't go any lower than shame. But what's interesting is the shame that fuels your binge eating. How do you feel after the binge? You feel more shame. And then what do you do? You eat more food to try to take that away, but then you feel more shame. It's just an endless cycle until you make the decision to learn how to snap out of that. And it's really not a snapping out. It's a starting from where you are, taking a step, taking another step, taking another step, taking another step, and you really can transform out of that struggle that you're stuck in. But the number one emotion that fuels your binge eating is absolutely shame. The number two is fear. Fear. Fear is actually a lighter emotion than shame, but it's still way at the bottom. It's still a very heavy negative emotion. Have you ever considered how much these negative emotions weigh? I'm serious. How much do these negative emotions weigh? And then correlate that to the excess overweight or obesity on your body. The fat on your body is only a symptom of a much bigger problem. And your binge eating is only a symptom of a much bigger problem. The way to fix this stuff is to heal the big problem. And for you, I don't know exactly what that is because I don't know who you are. If I knew who you were, then I would be, what would I be? I mean, gosh, I, I would know all, wouldn't I? Because here I am, I'm sitting here <laughs> in my home office recording studio. And I, for all I know, you could be a little white fluffy bunny who is listening to my voice because your owner left their laptop on on iTunes or on iHeartRadio or on Spotify or on TuneIn or on Stitcher or on Google Play Music, wherever. I mean, my you can find my podcast all over the place. I've been broadcasting each week since 2013, the first week of January 2013. And so you can find it all over the place. You can find it on that little purple, in that little purple app on your iPhone. So I don't know who you are, but if I were to help you, we would have to first have a conversation over the phone so that I could find out if or how I could help you. Otherwise, ain't no way I'd be helping you to get the results you want as quickly as possible. And I'm not from the South. That really didn't sound like a Southern accent, though, did it? It was just kind of all, that was my, my weird-ass accent that I just make up sometimes. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm trying to be cool. I know I'm not really all that cool, right? But, um, you know, some people tell me that I am really, really funny and I make them laugh, but it's only a couple people. So I don't know that I'm really all that funny. <laughs> I'm probably not. Um, 
But I am really good at my work. That's one thing I got going for me is uh, helping my awesome coaching clients break free of their never-ending food and weight struggles. At least that's how they feel before they find me and they hire me to help them break free and actually reclaim their life and reclaim who they are. You know, get back to being who they used to be a very, very, very long time ago when they felt confident, when they were happy with themselves, when they were free of this turmoil. You know, it, it's really expensive to keep struggling with these issues. It's very, very expensive, not just financially. You can't get out of the fact that you're going to spend the money that you could be spending on coaching If you don't spend it on coaching to break free of your struggles, you're spending it on staying stuck in the struggle. There's no way to get out of it. You either spend it here or you spend it there. And one area is going to give you the results of freedom. The other area is going to give you more struggle. And that's all there is to it. But besides that, there are much heavier, much more costly expenses that come with this ongoing struggle, especially the expense of your self-esteem, your self-esteem, and and then all of the, the self-doubt that you go through constantly, second-guessing yourself and not even being able to trust yourself and trust your own body. It's really your own personal hell, isn't it? And, you know, some people, they prefer to stay there because of the addiction to the comfort zone. And that's unfortunate because if there was one thing that I would wish for everybody on the planet is that they would feel good in their own skin, you know? And how can you feel good in your own skin when you can't even stop binge eating? You're so out of control. And it's like the monster takes over you and you can't stop yourself. And especially once you start it, you can't stop. It's, it's your own personal hell. And then you don't want other people to know about it. And then there, there's more shame and more secrecy. So we already talked about the shame and the fear that are driving the binge eating. The third top three emotion that fuels your binge eating is worry. Now, some people, they, they call this anxiety. And I believe, in my opinion, and I, I could be wrong, But based on my experience and the information and experiences and transformations that I've gained from working with coaching clients professionally since 2009, anxiety is a combination of worry and it can also have fear in it. But then it's also got self-doubt and frustration. But the third biggest emotion that I found fuels binge eating is worry. So you're worrying about things that have not happened and they may not ever happen, but you're putting yourself through so much stress and pain and drama and trauma that your way of trying to escape it is to binge. And, uh, you know, this, this, uh, This cycle, this binging cycle that you get caught up in, I understand that at first 
it gives you a feeling of relief, maybe for five minutes, maybe 10 minutes. And maybe food is your whole fun in life. I have been in that place before where it's like I didn't have anything else going on. And food was the fun, which, again, that that also made me fat, made my body fat. My body is kind of sensitive to processed foods, to fake food. And if I eat fake food consistently, it's easy for my body to start storing fat. And so the fake food is what you binge on. You know, nobody's out there binging on raw broccoli, are they? Are you? Do you binge on raw cauliflower or raw carrots? Not carrots dipped in ranch dressing or hummus, but raw, just plain old carrots. Do you binge on those? I guess somebody might because carrots are naturally a little bit higher in sugar than some other vegetables, but I personally have never binged on plain old raw carrots. I do admit, and, I, and I've definitely had the experience of eating too many raw carrots, dipping them in a sauce. But guess what that sauce had in it? Sugar, fat, extra sodium, preservatives, additives, MSG, all kinds of stuff. Probably even high fructose corn syrup. It had a bomb of fake food, addictive ingredients. So there is a chemical aspect to these problems, but that's only a small percentage. 7.2% of this issue is the physical side of things. 92.8% is your mindset, your inner world. If you don't get that right, then you're not even going to be able to get through a minimum of three days of eating clean, you know, no processed foods. And it only takes three days to clean the processed food gunk out of your system, but it can take a full two weeks to really, really settle into that. And when you don't have the right mindset, and especially when you haven't healed the root of your binge eating, that's nearly impossible to do. Now, you might be able to do it with pure grit, pure willpower. But if you haven't healed the root of your binge eating, what's going to happen is you're only going to be able to keep that up so long because you eventually smack at 70 miles an hour against that cement wall, which is that wall of emotion. Because when you haven't healed the root of what's driving you to binge eat, and what I've been sharing with you are the top three emotions that fuel your binge eating, but there's something deeper beyond that. Where are these, why are you feeling so bad? You know, what else is going on? There's, there's something bigger. And again, I don't know what, it, what that is for you, unless you are one of my awesome coaching clients in the Inner Self Diet. And if you are, and if you have any questions about anything I'm saying here, would you please ask me and tell me that you were listening to episode number 165 of my podcast and just jot down any questions that you have. I'm happy to answer them for you, of course. And then we will go deeper and use the tools of the Inner Self Diet to 
unravel whatever is coming up for you. So that's totally awesome. You know we can do that for sure. It's no big deal. Okay, so back to that cement wall. What I was talking about just a minute ago before I said, hey, if you are one of my awesome coaching clients, ask me questions. You know you can. But um, the reason that you can only sustain these food diets or, in my example, eating clean, what I was talking about, the only the reason that you can only sustain that with pure grit for a short amount of time, a limited amount of time, is because when you haven't healed the root of your binge eating, then it's still there. And you're just kind of moving around on, on steam. You don't have a solid foundation that you have built within yourself and replaced the root of the binge eating with pure love, pure joy, happiness, and confidence, and high self-esteem, high self-worth, belief in yourself, all of these solid, wonderful pieces of empowerment. If you're not fully in your own power, and you're still spinning, and you're still living by knee-jerk reaction, and your normal reaction is to eat, to try to cope. So you can only keep that away for so long because you haven't replaced it with tools that work. You can't just take away that only mechanism that you have for coping with life and you can't just take it away by doing a food diet and expect that a food diet is going to heal the root of what causes you and drives you to binge eat. Does that make sense? Are you getting it? So the key is you need to learn new ways of living. You need to learn new ways of coping. You need to learn new ways of dealing with your day-to-day life. And when you have the accountability and you have the right coach in your corner who can help you navigate around your hidden blind spots, then you can get this done pretty fast. You can get it done pretty fast. How cool would that be if you could really do this? And actually stop sabotaging yourself. Stop sabotaging your weight loss. What if you could just live a healthy lifestyle, no big deal, and no more binge eating, and just get to your goal weight, no big deal, and maintain that for the rest of your life without going back? What if you could really honestly do that? How would that feel? Do you believe it's possible for you? Or do you have the mistaken limiting belief that it's only possible for other people? Because if you believe it's only possible for other people, then you cannot achieve it. You cannot achieve it. Your beliefs are your foundation. So you might want to check. Oh, I like this little saying, check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) I like it. Uh, But seriously, check yourself before you wreck yourself with your limiting beliefs. Because if you believe that you can't have this, then you can't. 
because that's your belief. And you will always hold yourself back. And you will use the excuse of money and time and anything else you could find under the sun to make sure that you don't get the help you need to end your binge eating. Because you believe other people can have that healing, but you can't. So check yourself before you wreck yourself. I like that so much. You've probably heard it before, and I'm geeking out about it. <laughs> it's probably been around a long time, but I think it's kind of it's kind of funny. But it actually applies. It does apply right here, right now, to what I was just sharing with you. It's time for a commercial break here on the JoLynn Braley Show. This week's sponsor of the JoLynn Braley Show is my free ebook. That is available for download for free. You can get it at www.easyfunweightloss.com, www.easyfunweightloss.com. It's for you if you want something different. If instead you're looking for some kind of food and diet tip kind of thing, you know, some kind of a food hack or some kind of hidden food ingredient that you can add to your water to make you lose weight while you're sleeping. Yeah, I don't have anything like that for you. And I'd never tell you that that would be something possible because you're going to have to change your lifestyle in order to lose weight and keep it off. Check yourself before you wreck yourself and go download my free ebook, which you can get now at www.easyfunweightloss.com. Okay, a couple questions that I will give you to ask yourself to get the most out of this. Pause the podcast, get a blank piece of paper, get a pen. If you've ever listened to any of my other podcast episodes, you know the routine. You know that there's a connection that occurs between the head, the hand, and the heart when you write pen on paper. You cannot get that connection if you type on a keyboard. You definitely don't get that connection if you just listen to me talk on and on and on and keep talking about check yourself before you wreck yourself. I mean, it's kind of fun, but it just goes in one ear and out the other, and uh you know, while this is not coaching, because coaching does require two-way communication, it requires accountability, it, it requires a commitment, it requires showing up, you know, putting skin in the game, being excited about ending your binge eating, finally, being excited about it, being excited and, and wanting to be the next Holly. Holly is somebody that I coached back in 2011. And she had been out of control with binge eating for over 30 years. She actually would race to the grocery store before her husband would get home. And and, she, and they were living overseas. So she wasn't just racing to the grocery store on a normal highway. She was driving on the opposite side of the road that, than what we're used to. And she would race to the store to buy all of the food that she had binged on to replace it because she didn't want her husband to know. And everything I'm sharing with you, she's already shared this publicly, all right? So I'm not, I don't like share anything that my clients haven't already shared publicly. And if you want to read her feedback and also listen to her audio interviews that I've done with her, when you go over to fearlessfatloss.com forward slash blog, 
fearlessfatloss.com forward slash blog. Up in the top menu, there is a word that says testimonials. And then if you hover over that, there are a couple drop downs there. And one of them is for written testimonials. The other one is for audio testimonials. At least that's how it's set up at this moment in time. And then if you want to get inspired and raise your hope that it really is possible to break free of your food and weight struggles, read what the other people that I've worked with have said and listen to their audio interviews that I do with them after they graduate the Inner Self Diet because they talk about what it was like for them, what the struggle was like for them before they ever met me. And then they talk about what it's like for them now with food in their weight. It's very, very, very inspiring. And it will help you raise your belief in yourself that, wow, I guess this really is possible. All right. And then make sure that you check yourself before you wreck yourself and make sure that you are believing that you can have that transformation too. (laughs) I'm going crazy with this little ditty, aren't I? All right. So I suggest that you write each of these questions down that I'm about to give you, and then you write your answer down to each question and just pause the podcast as you need time. You get extra huge rockin' kick-ass bonus points if you're doing this distraction-free, giving yourself just a few minutes to focus only on yourself, only on yourself. That would be amazing if you do that for yourself, wouldn't it? It would actually be a way that you are showing yourself with action how much you care about yourself. Did you know that the word love, it's only a word unless you turn it into a verb. All right. Words don't mean anything. Only your action displays your commitment and your belief in yourself and your level of self-worth. You can talk on and on and on and on for the rest of your life that, oh, yeah, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to stop binge eating. I'm going to stop binge eating. Doesn't matter. What matters are your actions. What matters are your actions. When the words and the actions do not match, there is a lack of alignment. And the actions always trump words. And the way that you show yourself how much you believe in yourself and how much you love yourself is with your action. You can't just tell yourself you love yourself and then go binge on Kentucky Fried Chicken. The action of binging on the Kentucky Fried Chicken is who you really are right now and where you're really at. Saying the words that you love yourself, that's just blah, 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 unfortunately. The good thing about this, though, is that when you take positive, healthy action for yourself and you're demonstrating with your action how you feel about yourself. And then if you're also speaking kind words to yourself, now you're rocking it. You are rocking it. And you're not wrecking yourself either. And you're not sabotaging yourself. Does that make sense the way I just explained that? Are you getting this? All right. Okay, so a couple questions here. First question, how often am I aware of my emotions when I'm binge eating? How often am I even aware of my emotions when I'm binge eating? It's very possible you are completely mindless and you're a mindless eater. I've had a lot of clients who've gone through this. And I used to 
be more of a mindless eater. The, the, the problem is, and it's, it's not a bad problem, but if you want to stay ignorant, you can't stay ignorant the more you heal yourself and the more you get to know yourself. And so I, I can't really say that I am mindless about how I, uh, how I feel or if I were to use food to try to cover up my emotions, I would be totally aware of it. When you haven't worked on these things, though, and you haven't healed the root of your binge eating, then don't be, just, don't be surprised that you're not aware. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you're flawed or anything like that. It just means that right now where you are, you're a mindless eater and you're not aware. You, you do not have a high level of self-awareness of your emotional states. And so that should be an indicator to you that you've got some work to do. And you know what? I don't like that people today, they, they look at the word work as a bad thing or it's negative. Why is it a bad thing? If it's going to give you amazing freaking results of feeling awesome about yourself and breaking free of your binge eating. So you might want to rethink that if you even think like that. Hopefully you don't. Hopefully you think of, oh, yeah, working on myself so I can break free of my binge eating. I want that. Yeah, buddy. I want to stop sabotaging myself. I want to get to my goal weight and stay there. I want to look great in my jeans. No apology needed. All right, second question. How often do I start my day off telling myself I'm not going to binge? I'm not going to binge today. I'm not going to binge today. I'm not going to binge today, only to end up binging later. How often do I start my day off telling myself I'm not going to binge, but I I always end up going there later? These questions are not about beating yourself up. The only way that you can change anything is you first have to become aware. All change is preceded by awareness. If you remain ignorant, which means that you're just unconsciously, mindlessly going through the motions, okay? How can you change anything? Does that make sense? So it's good. It's a good thing. Number three question. How often do I use food as just plain fuel? Just plain fuel. That means that I'm only eating for physical hunger, and I'm not choosing food as a boyfriend or a lover or a panacea for all of my problems. I'm not choosing food as a crutch. I'm not looking to food for fun. Food is not my reward. Food is just plain food. And I can enjoy what I'm eating, absolutely, but it's fuel. How often do I, and all of these questions, of course, you're asking yourself and writing the question down, then write your answer down. How often am I eating only for fuel? That's the simplest way to say it. Fewer words. How often am I eating only for fuel? Which means that you've got to be physically hungry. The problem with this is that binge eaters and emotional eaters don't eat for physical hunger because it's not about physical hunger. Fourth question, how would I feel if I really honestly could replace binge eating with a healthy relationship with food? 
get to my goal weight and stay there? How would I feel if I could genuinely replace binge eating with a healthy relationship with food, get to my goal weight and stay there? What would that do for me? In fact, expand on that question, not just how would I feel, but how would each area of my life transform? How would that transform my sex life, my work life, my friendships, my connections with like coworkers, networking, uh, the relationship with my kids, the relationship with my husband or boyfriend or whoever, okay? How would that transform my bank account? Because you know that, does it make sense? Maybe you don't know this, but you know that your money and your weight are all connected, don't you? Because if you don't value yourself enough to break free of this struggle and get the help to do that, then you're not going to value yourself enough to really live your best life. And money gives you the power to live your best life because then you're able to go where you want to go. You're able to see the fun things and touch the castle walls and walk along the riverbanks and do whatever these fun things are that you want to do. But without the self-esteem, without the self-confidence, without the belief in yourself, without believing that you deserve better, then do you see the correlation? Do you see the correlation between that and your weight? Is this making sense a little bit? Just even a tiny bit? Last question, who is my coach? Who is my coach? My professional coach. Okay. Coaching is a professional relationship. Your coach is not your friend because your friend is going to pat you on the head and tell you you're beautiful. You don't need to change. You're lovely. You're wonderful. Everything is fine. You're just fine as you are. When on the inside, you're like, shit, man, I'm 50 pounds overweight and I don't feel good in my body and I don't like looking at myself in the mirror. I definitely don't want to see myself naked in the mirror and I don't want my husband coming up behind me and hugging me because I don't want him to feel my fat rolls around the middle and it's causing me problems in every area of my life. But thank you for loving me, friend of mine, just as I am. So you need a coach. Actually, you don't need anything. You don't have to do anything. If you're satisfied where you are, and you're okay with the results you're getting, then just keep doing what you're doing. But if you want to break free of these problems and do it as fast as possible, the fastest path to your success is with coaching because when you can get in your little hands the tools and the training and the steps that you need that'll break you free of these food and weight struggles and then just walk that path, keep it simple, and have that coach in your corner who believes in you when you stumble and when you're not believing in yourself and helps you pick yourself back up and helps you keep going and helps you stay accountable, then how can you fail? The only way you can fail is if you quit. And the only person you can quit on is yourself. So it's all up to you. It's all up to you what you want. 
But this last question, you're asking yourself, who is your coach? Because that's the fastest way to get what you want. And if you don't have a coach, if you're not getting professional coaching, why not? So then the last question, if you don't actually have a coach, you need to, I suggest, again, you don't need to, you don't have to do anything. Okay, you can just listen to this podcast and then go on to another podcast and you could just keep listening forever. But you're not going to get any kind of a change without really uh, getting real with yourself and addressing yourself, looking at your results. Your results never lie. And again, if you're happy with your results, that's awesome. Then you shouldn't be complaining about anything. Everything should be fine, right? But if you're not happy with your results and you know it makes sense to you, I mean, heck, Oprah has a life coach. And a lot of people could look at her and say, why does she need coaching? Why? Because there's always another level to go to. There is always another level to go to. And with your problems, of course, you don't want a general life coach. You want a specific coach who can help you break free of your problems. I can help you with that if you want that help. I'll tell you about that before we're done. But anyway, if you don't already have a coach and you want to live your best life in your best body and you want to get there as quickly as possible, then write down all of your negative thoughts, your negative beliefs, all of your stinking thinking that is holding you back. All of your excuses, all of your complaints, all of your whinging. I think that's what they say in Britain, that you're whinging. So write all that stinking thinking down and then take a look at it and ask yourself, well, what do I want to be committed to? Do I want to be committed to my negativity and my excuses? Or do I want to be committed to this dream that I have of stepping into my own power, breaking free of this binge eating, getting to my goal weight and staying there. It's all up to you. It's all about whatever you want. Only you can make those decisions for yourself. Hey, it's your life. It's nobody else's life to live. And what matters is how you feel about your life and your body and how you feel about your relationship with food, how you feel about the binges that you go through and that you engage in, how you feel about how you look in your jeans, all right? It's all about what you want. And if you want to actually change this stuff, you really, really can. And I did say that I would tell you what your next step is. If you, you know what? If you're a cool gal, if you're super smart, And you already know exactly what you need to do to lose weight, but you're not able to get yourself to do it. You might have even been at your goal weight in the past and you gained it all back. You know so much about nutrition, you could teach a class on it. But even though you're super smart and you're successful professionally, you have not been able to break free of these never-ending food and weight struggles. And if you're really honest with yourself, you know you've got an addiction It's an addiction to the food. It's an addiction to your comfort zone. But your desire to break free of this stuff is bigger than that. And you're not willing to use any more excuses on yourself to hold yourself back. And if that's you, 
And you want to make sure that you don't waste another year struggling with this stuff. You look back at your past and you see, you know, you know what's up ahead if you don't make changes now. So if you're serious about putting an end to your food and weight struggles as fast as possible, then head on over to www.discovery-session.com. That's www.discovery-session.com. And enter your first name and email. And then on the next page, you scroll down and there's a big red button that you click. And that opens up an application. And complete that application with full details because that application is an application to have a complimentary one-on-one weight loss discovery session with me. And that call is about me finding out if or how I can help you personally. And for both of us to find out, is it going to be a good mutual fit for us to work together for me to coach you to guide you through my proven step-by-step system so that you can finally end your binge eating and break free of this trauma and drama once and for all. All right. If you could get a healthy relationship with food, then is there anything that would hold you back from getting all the way to your goal weight? What would stop you? If you could stop stopping yourself, because that's really what it's about, isn't it? If you could stop stopping yourself, if you could stop getting in your own way, if you could stop sabotaging yourself, maybe you are like several clients that I've had. What your pattern has been is you get almost to your goal weight and then you blow it. So you're, you constantly step on your own dream. If you could stop doing that, what would stop you from getting all the way to your goal? Okay, the inner self diet can heal these problems. Like I said, your first step is to go to www.discovery-session.com. I am JoLynn Braley, permanent weight loss coach, founder of the Empowering Inner Self Diet, the diet that always works. As long as you work it, you know, you can't get results from it if you just listen to me talk about it. Of course, you have to actually do it. There are some folks who are still looking for some kind of a magic pill. And there are unfortunately some folks who believe that they can get to their goal weight without making any lifestyle changes. And that's not going to work. It's just not going to work. It's, it's scientifically not going to work. So the point of healing your inner self is so that you get out of your own way and then you're able to live a healthy lifestyle without it being any big deal. Does that make sense? Is that what you want? All right, do you wanna get normal with food? Do you wanna look great in your jeans? Do you wanna feel great about yourself? Do you wanna have that freedom and also that peace of mind that you don't have right now? So like I said, hey, go over to www.discovery-session.com. Get started there. I wish you your best life living inside of your ideal body. 